You are listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Top of the morning to you. We are over the hump. We can see the finish line from here. If I can't quite see it, we, we know where it is, though. We do. How the heck are you? We are Miller and Moulton. This is the Florida Sports Network. FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Top of the morning to you, Mark. How are you? Good morning, David. Doing well. Love Wednesday nights. That's our off night in the house. The daughter has nothing. It's the only night we know every week that we've got nothing. So we went out for a, went out for a pizza last night. And how can you be in a bad mood when you go out for a family pizza? A little ice cream afterwards? Nope. No, there was enough pizza that we didn't even need dessert, David. Okay, I was just wondering if it was a Lent thing and somebody had given up a certain something. No, it wasn't even. Okay. A- no one even asked. Everybody was so content with their pie that wow. we, we went right home. That sounds it, awesome. Is a large pie enough for the three of you? Probably not. The daughter has become a big fan of the Stromboli or the Calzone wherever we go. So the wife and I got a pie, daughter got a Calzone. Okay. We were in your we were in your old stomping grounds last night. Nice. Did a little Grimaldi's. Fantastic uh, pizza. It is. It's very good. Well done. All right. Have to Glad eat it to there though. It. You know there are pizza places that you can get a to-go pizza and you can take it home and it's fine. There are other places who serve a terrific pizza. You put that sucker in a box and take it home and it loses its luster. That's one of those places to me. That's an I eat, agree. that's an eat-in place. You got to got to make a trip. I agree. Plus, it's got a, a real pizza joint ambiance to it. You can feel the heat from the big ovens. All right. You know, I, I agree. You can sit inside, outside, but still. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I never did it to go from Grimaldi's. And you were close enough that you almost could have pulled it off. I could have. Okay. But, you know, I like my, my beer while waiting for the pizza. Okay. You're one of those? You don't yeah. You don't really time the order to show up right as the pizza's getting done, you'd rather just go to the place and say, I need a pizza to go. Can I have a draft beer? Well, there's no doubt I've done that. Absolutely. And I will pound the draft and they go, here's your pizza. I go, perfect. But I'll also, when I go, I will, you know, I, I want the beer. I want the beer now. Okay. I'm actually not going to drink the beer with the pizza. I'm drinking the beer before the pizza. All right. That's how I operate. And I drink the way I eat quickly. First beer, anyway. First beer is no chance. No chance. Man, do I pound a first beer. Second one, eh, all right. I'll try to taste it. I'll try to go, huh, what brand is this? And then this is where Moulton becomes boring because by the third beer, he goes to a diet soda. Oh, yeah, I don't go to, I don't get to the third beer. Right. Right. Boring. Yep. No, can I have some water, uh, light ice, lemon? Yeah, I'm one of those. I tip well. Does that help? Okay, good. Sometimes you know you're having that little back and forth with the wait staff, and they give you that look like, "Oh, you're you're a bit of a pain." And that's sometimes when I feel the need to go, "Hey, I'm going to tip really well, though." Okay, it, it just you know, it'll be okay. I promise. And they kind of okay. I'll hold you to it. So, listen, uh, another winning night had a chance to be a great night. But another winning night. Our system is working, baby. I did a, a guest radio spot in uh, Huntsville, Alabama yesterday. I told them about our system. Oh, great. I did. Spread the word. I love it. 
I did. I said, here's, here's the deal. Okay, this is what we've been doing. We've been hitting, you know, fortunately, the producer of the show listens to us and watches us on Twitch. And so he said, no, 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 man, he's not BSing. They're, they're on fire. All right. Okay. This has worked all year. All right. Good. Good to know. Listen, we, we really had a five and two night last night. I think officially it's only a three and two night, but Trent was all over the Gators and the points at Alabama. And we did say, you know, the South Florida UTSA game does fit one of our criterias, which is coming off the biggest win of the year. You bet against that team the next game. And while South Florida pulled it out in the final two minutes, because that's what they do this year. By the way, our buddy Shroud, who we had on the show, big defensive play down the stretch, two rebounds, and the assist on the game-winning bucket. But they didn't cover. No, they did not. And they were the only, what, Florida team to win last night. Um, Because the Gators played a really good game. Tough yeah. game against Alabama. Tough place to win. They were anywhere between a – I mean, that game was at 11 at one point. I think it closed at 9 from a point spread standpoint. Gators force overtime, end up losing by 5 in overtime in a terrific basketball game. Up 9 with 6 minutes to go. Then it goes OT. Bama scores the first 7 points of the overtime. Gators cut it to 1 with 36 seconds to go. couple of times down the stretch, they couldn't get the rebound. No. Bama's offensive rebounds led to two buckets late in overtime, and that was the difference. And you know what? Bama's the better team, and they were at home, and it is what it is. But the Gators, nine and a half was way too many points for a team that has turned the corner. This is late February. They're playing their best basketball. They just beat Kentucky. Like David said before we got on the air, if they would have beat Alabama last night, they would have firmly had a chance to win the SEC. They're here. That's the good news of Florida basketball. They in South South Florida playing great. The Gators, I think you're right, have turned the quarter. But Miami, woo, woo, Final Four team a year ago. Oh baby! And wow, one of the biggest disappointments in the country. Uh yes. I mean they did lose the guts of last year's team, but yeah, to completely fall off the map like this because most of us regard him as a Hall of Fame coach. Jim Laranega is going to get it in the Hall of Fame. He's already, he's already been a finalist. I don't think they put him in yet, but they're going to. And yeah. Remember a couple of weeks ago, I forget where they were, but he just sat on the bench. Yes. There was a timeout and the players and everybody are huddling, you know, just onto the court. And Laranega just sat on the bench for the timeout, kind of like, there's nothing for me to say to you guys. You guys aren't worth my time tonight. You're terrible. And look, Duke, you know? Duke's a good team, but they got blown off the floor. From, the, from the word go, too. It's it's one thing, you you know, sometimes our system's wrong, and I don't care whether we, we're not betting enough money to get all concerned with it, but it's been winning. It's been working. We're not betting enough money. No, you were the one that you were the one that set the limit on this. I mean, Trent's wagering two or three bucks a game, and I think we're wagering like five. It I mean I'm I'm so happy, David, that I'm actually able to get enjoyment out of this little amount of action. This is a big deal for me. 
Because there was a time when there was two zeros after the five on games like this. So for me to bet this little amount of money and still get this much joy out of it, it's fantastic. Good. Good. But so this, some of these times, you know, some of these teams lose. They, they, they play hard. I mean, Penn State came back really nice last night. But they at the end of the half, they're in the game. Miami, by the first media timeout, was done. And you throw the word blowout around. like let, Let's do a callback to our Molly Wap because this was almost 30 points at home. Wow. I got to write that down. This was a Molly Wapping. Molly Wap. This qualifies. I remember months ago we were joking about what qualifies as a Molly Wap. Losing by 29 at home from the jump, like Mark said. And we talk about letdown spots. This has been a letdown season for Miami. But our system went three and two last night. But our picks between the three of us went five and two. That's not bad. That's a good night at the office. It's a good night at the office. I may have, you know, you had your out-of-body experience a couple weeks ago when you forced a couple of NBA games on us. Last week. You, you were feeling it. Lead, leading into the All-Star break, we had won so much. I'm like, let me just get a few more wins in the books before we have to get to the all-star break i may have made a couple of nhl futures bets last night okay okay see this is the good thing see when you bet such a little amount of money that if it disappears even though you know our account has like 167 dollars in it still okay if you make a couple of two three bets and you happen to lose eh, if it says you know 152 or 143 am i really going to know that it's the difference no no, no but but i uh yeah we need the okay. Devils to make the playoffs. That's all I'm saying right now. Really? And the Flyers not to. Ooh, and then the Flyers go and win. And they're comfortably in third place right now in the division. They're not even worried about the whole wild cards yet. Aren't the Devils like six points out? Five. Five? Okay. All right. Not only that, the team they have to jump right now is your wing. Well, I have them jumping the Flyers, not the Red Wings. I was going to say, or do you have them jumping the Lightning? Anything's possible. Still a, quite a bit of time left in the NHL season, and it's going to be a battle in that conference for the final playoff spots as the Lightning. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with the deadline, if anything. I don't know if they can do anything. I don't know how many assets they have left. Right. You know, if I was them, I would try to... I would try to replace Ryan McDonough from two years ago. I actually think that's – I know they've lost a lot up front. They seem to be losing two forwards a year in attrition. But I really think they need another defensive defenseman. That's what they need most, I think, for the playoffs. Just remember, they got, they got a Vasilevsky. It's kind of like having a Joe Burrow. All right. When you have a Vasilevsky, you know, you, you, anything's possible, baby. Anything is possible. But so we had another good night last night. NBA season resumes tonight. Huh? Huh? No? Let's hoop it up. Okay. Although you can't, you know, the NBA, your team just keeps oh getting more and more bad news with their injuries. I know. You know, it, it, see, I told you, remember, I didn't get all excited when things are going well. It's kind of like I'm a Knicks fan 
something's got to happen here. This can't sustain. And sure enough, you know, four guys get hurt, two of them starters, and uh, right. One of them now may be out for the year. Great. That's fantastic. Oh, good. So, but not only that, it's weird. All-star break. There's only 25 games left in the season. It's You know, you think all-star break, you're thinking halfway. Halfway, point. right. No. no, man, we're we're like two-thirds of the way through the season. Not only that, to not have a trading deadline coming out of an all-star break. That's The deadline was too early. The deadline should be. Well, the all-star game was too late. Yeah, but I agree with that. But the trade deadline was too early. I mean, Miller and Walton. When we come back, trip down memory lane, you're going to like it. In fact, you may love it. You're listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. 21 minutes past the hour. Uh, the starting five is a little more than 15 minutes away. We think we have a nice little show lined up today. There's a lot to talk about, a couple of big issues, but, you know, a couple older guys on the show. You know, one early approaching mid-50s, the other eh, getting close to cashing in the IRAs. So, you know, if you're of a certain age, you may remember where you were 44 years ago tonight. And if you're quickly doing math, that's February 22nd, 1980. And that should tip it off. Miracle on Ice was tonight. Mike Aruzioni is going to join us at 8 o'clock. You know, the captain, 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team? That's what you call a good get on an anniversary. Yeah, yeah. We did okay today. Then, just for the heck of it, uh, Daniel Wallach, who's filed a brief before the Supreme Court about the whole Florida gaming compact. (laughs) He's going to join us. So uh, we think it's a pretty good 8 o'clock hour. You got to tolerate us until then, but we think uh, eight to nine, we're doing okay. We're doing all right. You know what I'm curious about when you and I were talking yesterday, because when the show ended yesterday, we didn't know that we'd get a I, I was trying to get someone associated with the 1980 U S Olympic hockey team for the anniversary, but you know, we're gets are, are difficult. And, I'm curious, Trent, this happened 20 years before you were born. How, and you're obviously a big sports fan. You want to be a sports caster and be in this for your career. This is the biggest thing that's ever happened in American sports history. How aware of it are you? How fascinated are you by this? Did you watch the movie? Do you watch the documentaries? You know, is this something that your dad talked to you about? I'm just curious, the 80 Olympic hockey team, the Miracle on Ice, how much a part of your fandom is it? Pretty, I'm pretty aware. I mean, the word miracle is attached to this. I mean, when you think in, in life, when you hear the word miracle, you think of this team. That's how big of a deal it is. And to anyone who's my age who... It was born 20 years after it happened. I mean, if you're a sports fan, you definitely 
know about this. You know the name Aruzioni. You know about the speech. And it's 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 awesome. I had to laugh because my son, because of me, is it's a big deal, but he loves the movie Miracle. And in the scene, he told me, he goes, he goes, yeah, now that he's, you know, 24 years old and hangs out in bars and things like that, he said, uh, he goes, yep, he goes, uh, we were out the other night and when they do this, make him skating, Herbie keeps going again, again. And they had a few beers and every time they wanted another beer, they just would raise their bottle and go again. Yes. <laughs> But that's that's the kind of stuff like for for people our age you it's so ingrained in sports culture and even for hockey that's not exactly it might be lowest on the totem pole as far as the four American major sports as far as popularity goes it's still it's number one in that sport. When the uh, Lightning lost to the Panthers nine two the other night. I think it was Steve Carney, but somebody wrote, you know, it's a good thing the NHL has a players association and you can't do what Herb Brooks did. Okay. And they literally said, because believe me, if a team needed with the lights being turned out in the arena and everybody's going home, if a team needed to be brought back onto the ice and skated into the ground, it was the lightning after tonight. So here we are 45 years later, and a sports writer is actually referencing it in a present-day NHL game. That's the aura that this team has. And And Aruzioni never played hockey after that. No. No. Smartest decision he ever made. Last goal he ever scored. Correct. Kind of a biggie. Tough to beat GWG against the Russians. Correct. On a Friday late afternoon turned into evening in Lake Placid, and most of America, well, all of America saw it on tape delay. There were parts of America, though, that saw it live if you got Canadian television, but there's also a decent chunk of America, including, Mark, where you grew up. You could listen to the game on Canadian radio live. You know, if you were near the border, there were there were many people that were following the game either through Canadian TV or Canadian radio live. We did not have that luxury in the States. We had to wait until ABC came on at 8 o'clock. Can I ask you guys what your memories are of that night? I did not realize it was taped late. I, I was 10. So when you saw it happen, that's when it oh, happened. Yeah. When I saw it happen, that's when it happened. Same for my mom and for my dad, and, and I think for everybody in my neighborhood. I knew it was tape delayed. Uh, Warner Wolf, who resides in Southwest Florida, was the sports guy on ABC7 in New York. He would leave, actually, a few months later and go to CBS, but he was still with ABC at the time. And they did a local newscast from 7.30 to 8 o'clock leading into the Olympics. And at the end of it, they did the sports. And Warner Wolf said, I'm about to show you the score of the USA-USSR hockey game. If you don't want to know it, turn away. Because he couldn't show highlights because the game had been shown yet. You don't have the rights to show the highlights. So all he literally did, he had a big white you know, board, if you will. And he used to, 
his thing was he would hold up the board, you know, Mets four, Phillies three. He'd throw the board and say, let's go to the videotape. That was his thing. Okay, well, he couldn't go to the videotape. So all he could do was hold up the board. I ran out of my mom's living room in our apartment into my bedroom. And I counted to like 15. And then I yelled at my mom, can I come back out? And she didn't know what I was talking about. And I waited a little longer and then I came back out because I didn't want to know. It was kind of like I would avoid the result of the Indy 500 all day. I wanted to watch it for me, like you, Mark, live at 8 o'clock, even though obviously the race was held at noon. Look, at it's bright sunshine. So, but I remember the night vividly. I remember the second period shots were like 16-3. They were skating us into the ice. I mean, right into the ground. It, and Jim Craig was, was playing two. and Jim Craig yeah. was playing the game of his life. And the third period started the exact same way too. I mean they for an hour Trent we barely got the puck into the zone. I think we had four shots on goal in like 28 minutes of game action. Since we tied it at 2 at the end of the first, I think we had four shots on goal with like 12 or 13 minutes left in the game. And we got a power play. And it was I think the only one we got all game. And it was a legit power play. I mean, it was a, a wicked slash, and it changed everything. And they had not been calling penalties. The Russians scored their second goal on what should have been a penalty. They took out one of our guys. It was a clear trip. Led to a two-on-one low, and they scored. I mean, it was awful. And it's like, wow, they're not going to call any penalties on the Russians all, all game. And sure enough, we got one with like 12, 13 minutes to go. It's like, son of a gun. Let's go. Yeah, they officiated the Olympics much the way they officiated the Stanley Cup playoffs at that point. They weren't calling penalties. But you got the one, and it was the one. And they tied it, and then uh, our guest at 8 o'clock took it over from there. Picked up a bouncing puck and just fired it home. Yep. Against the backup goalie. Uh, so many stories. For one 60-minute hockey game, the, the onion that can be peeled with that game is truly remarkable. And that's just of the game. Obviously, not everything else leading up to it, which is why it'll never be matched. So, Mike Arruzzioni in 90 minutes. The starting five next. You're listening to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. 22 minutes before the hour, Mike Arruzzioni will join us at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. It was 44 years ago tonight that the miracle on ice took place. They had to solidify it two mornings later on a Sunday in Lake Placid. They had to beat Finland to win the gold. But the miracle on ice took place 44 years ago tonight. The captain of the 80 Olympic hockey team and the gentleman who scored the game-winning goal, Mike Ruzzioni, at 8 o'clock. Daniel Wallach, two hours from now, talk about this Florida gaming compact. He filed a brief before the Supreme Court. A, how much spare time does he have? B, what does that mean? And C, where is this whole situation with sports gambling in Florida before our nation's highest court? We'll talk to Daniel Wallach about that two hours from now. Right now it's time for... The Starting Five. 
five stories you need to know. It's the starting five on Miller and Moulton. Here's number one. Tell you what, can I put the starting five on hold for a few seconds? Sure. Can we get out a poll question? We've had a rough week with poll questions. We, we missed we missed Tuesday. We made up for it yesterday by having like 14 of them. All right. And so didn't we settle on a theme? Something having to do with, you know, in honor of the big upsets, miracles, if you will. Isn't that kind well, of Well, I, I said in honor of the miracle on ice, which sports miracle would you most like to see? And we have the Lions winning the Super Bowl, the Knicks winning an NBA title, but this this is a working you know this is uh, this is a working question right now. We're well, I mean, we could go national with it, like you just said, you know, Lions or Browns or Bills for football, you know, Knicks or someone else for NBA. You know, we could remember we, the show was renamed earlier in the week. I mean, something having to do with snark. We had a suggestion this morning, Snarky and Hutch. So I'm just wondering, I mean, how much fun do we want to have at, say, the Florida schools? Oh, which Florida sports miracle would you like to see? You know, like, I mean, what? The now, Gators in an SEC championship? Exactly. The, the Canes in the college football playoff, you know, I mean, we're being snarky. Mm-hmm. How about this? Florida State stays in the ACC. Huh? See where we're going here? Yeah, but I don't even think Florida State fan wants to see that. No, I know. I I, I know. But I like where your head's at. By the way, it's funny. A couple of national columnists yesterday. You know what they wrote, Mark? They said, you know, when Florida State leaves the ACC, you know who's the first school that the ACC is going to go after? South Florida. Huh? Really? Wow. Tip of the cap to them, David. Good hard work. Yeah, right. They'll get all the credit for that. Okay, here we go. Uh, speaking of college football playoff committee, man, they talked a lot yesterday. I wish they had televised this sucker. This would have been good TV. So um, we got 12 teams in these next two years. Mark, apparently that may be the only two years we have 12. Because, well, they're debating three things. Access. That's how many teams can get in from how many conferences. Distribution of the money. That's a biggie. Well, the Big Ten and the SEC reportedly, reportedly proposed that they get eight of the 12 bids. And that you other seven conferences in Notre Dame, you fight it out for the other four. So the Big Ten and the SEC reportedly, right at the beginning of the meeting, let everybody know, okay, we're the ones supplying the footballs, okay? You guys are going to be happy with what you get. That's why there's now talk of expanding it from 12 to 14 so that the everybody can have their proverbial cake and eat it too, if you know what I mean. There's enough spots for the other conferences, and the big boys can get what they want, which is four each. Uh, the other thing they're arguing over is governance. Which I have to admit, I mean... Isn't the sport arguing over that right now? I was going to say, has the sport ever been governed? I mean, please, the sport's been done by polls and popularity for, well, ever. I mean, so are they talking about, like, how are we going to pick the teams? Well, we're going to let ESPN and Fox pick the teams. That's just what we did last year. 
I digress. So uh, currently, this is important. Currently, 80% of the money is distributed amongst the Power Five conferences. And the other 20% goes to everyone else. Yeah, the Big Ten and the SEC have already said, yeah, that's changing. Right now. I mean, they're talking like they want 60% of the money to go to them. And then you Well, guys they're going to have 75% of the teams every year. Asking for 60% of the money is not all bad. Well, I don't know if it's 75. I mean, let's just say, first off, 8 out of 12 would be 67%. But let's just say it's 8 out of 14. That's 57%. So that's, you know, figure out. This is the direction they're going in. Just so everybody knows, this is what took place in Dallas yesterday. Man, all it is is arguing about money. Money and power and influence. Anybody think this this is good for the sport long term? Anybody? Anybody? Does anybody think this isn't going to lead to the SEC and the Big Ten becoming the NFC and the AFC about 2030-something? If it takes that long, David. Uh, well, that's basically what the sense was yesterday, that if the others didn't agree to what the Big Ten and the SEC were proposing, that the Big Ten and the SEC are like, you know, we could take our ball and leave by 2026 if we want. We could just do this 12-team playoff for two years. You guys do whatever the hell you want. And then we'll do our own thing, and the TV networks will come with us. So we think you should listen to what we have to say. How about that for a meeting, huh? Was that fun? How's that steak taste last night? If you're with the Big 12 or the Mountain West or what have you, huh? Really the Big 12, because they think they thought they'd fixed everything and they got themselves back in the game, if you will. And the Big 10 and the SEC just tapped them on the head and said, no, not working Bill that Han- way. Bill Hancock, the executive director, says, you know, everything needs to be worked out within a month. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Alabama fired Eli Gold, the voice of Alabama football since the final days of the Reagan administration, 1988. No more Eli Gold as the voice of Alabama football. Eli turns 71 next season. He had had major health problems the last two years. He missed all of 2022 with uh, pancreatic cancer, it turned out. He only did the home games last year and the Iron Bowl. I knew his health wasn't good when he didn't make it to Atlanta for the SEC title game. I'm like, ooh, it's only a three-hour ride and a short flight. But uh, I think if Nick, for what it's worth, was still there, Eli would still be doing home games. I don't think Nick would have let him cut bait on Eli. Nick liked Eli. Eli did his coach's show. Nick respects history and tradition. I, I think I think Eli would still be doing home games. Chris Stewart who had filled in for Eli and does Alabama basketball. He obviously was the heir apparent. I think they would have done the half-and-half deal until Nick left. But since Nick left, there you go. Uh, Amazon, by the way, is going to pay $150 million for an NFL playoff game. That's 40 to $50 million more than what NBC paid for Peacock. Peacock. So $150 million, we're going to have another streaming uh, NFL playoff game next year. Huh? How about that? College hoops. Uh, our system worked last night. We won three out of five. You know, the ranked team on the road take the home dog, unranked. 
Uh, it didn't the first game. Miami at home lost by 29 to Duke. But Penn State at home beats Illinois. George Mason at home beats Dayton. LSU at the buzzer beats Kentucky. Hell, we didn't just win three bets. The money line on those three. New Mexico did beat Colorado State, but they didn't cover. So we went three and two. Gators had Alabama in trouble up nine with six to play. Couldn't hold on. Went to OT. Lost 98-93. South Florida rallied late. They trailed much of the second half. Close. But they got a bucket and a couple stops. Hit some free throws. 66-61 over UTSA. St. John's. Yeah, you know, that team that just sucked. And bad lateral movement, Mark. But they managed to beat Georgetown last night, 90-85. And um, I don't know if Mike Woodson's going to survive this Indiana thing. I really don't. They don't want to get rid of him. You know, he's still a connection to Bobby Knight. And he's a former Indiana legend. I don't know about legend, but, well, yeah, legend. He was great when they were great. Uh, Yeah, they were down 20 at the half at home to Nebraska. Lost by 15. I know Nebraska's a tournament team, but I don't know if Mike Woodson's going to survive. I just don't know. By the way, there were reports yesterday that the contract's already in the drawer with Sean Miller going to Ohio State. He's the current head coach of Xavier. They said this is like Ed Cooley last year leaving Providence for Georgetown. The the thing's done. It's in the drawer. We'll see. Uh, Women's Hoop, South Florida winner. UCF a loser. Did you hear the story? The Davidson team forfeited at Dayton for health reasons, non-COVID, but they won't say what. I mean, is this like a team-wide flu? I mean, did why they wouldn't eat- they say? Did, did they? I eat mean, that makes internet? no that makes no sense. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I get HIPAA and I, I understand all that, but if you're missing a game and it's not forfeiting. COVID, forfeiting right? the game, forfeiting a game, it's not COVID, right? Can't just say we have the flu. You know, I'm wondering, do they all go to the same in and out that they had at uh, at the Genesis Invitational? Right. Yeah. Um, NHL Flyers beat the Blackhawks three one. Buffalo over Montreal three two. I said it was the Stanley Cup final preview. Boston blew a three goal lead, but beat Edmonton in overtime six five. Charlie McAvoy, the game winner. Austin Matthews grew up in Arizona, played in Arizona last night, scored twice. Toronto beat the Coyotes 6-3. He's got 51 goals, fastest to get to 50 since Mario Lemieux in 96. And I believe the fastest ever American to do so. You are correct, sir. Uh, Columbus beat Anaheim 7-4. Lightning and Panthers both in action tonight. Baseball, Eric Hosmer announced his retirement. He's still owed two years at about $18 million per for a contract he signed back in 2017. That's good living. Um, college baseball, UCF beat Miami 4-3. Gators all over North Florida. And uh, Indiana State beat FGCU 5-2. Golf, PGA Tours in Mexico. Tony Finau, the defending champ. LPGA resumes in Thailand. Number one in the world, American Lilia Vu, the defending champion there. MLS season got underway last night. That messy guy, remember Inner Miami? That was a thing. Were you paying attention last night? Is it still a thing? He had two assists. Inner Miami beat Real Salt Lake two nothing. And uh, play resumes tonight. The NBA. Remember the NBA? LeBron's gonna miss the game tonight against Golden State, though. He only played like eight minutes in the All Star game. We said, guys, my ankle's really not good. I'll try to play, but I don't. 
And so he played eight minutes. He didn't play the whole second half. And he's already said, yeah, I am playing the, I guess they got like three games in four days coming out of the break. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to play Thursday. I'll try to play both Friday and Sunday, but I ain't playing Thursday against the Warriors. Orlando's in Cleveland tonight, one of 12 games in the association. And at nine minutes before the hour, that was... That was the starting five every weekday morning at this time on Miller and Moulton. So have we settled on the poll question yet, or are we still deciding whether we're going to be snarky or what? Uh, It's still a work in progress. Okay. But it's going to have something to do with, you know, the extension of the miracle on ice, which was 44 years ago today. That's, That's going to happen. Right. Sports miracle. What's the next sports miracle, you know, you think will happen? You know, Browns win the Super Bowl, that type of miracle. Right. I mean, like when I say that, does that even sound like possible? No. Because like when earlier you said the Knicks win the NBA title, I literally sat here and thought to myself, that's not even possible. And I'm a Knicks fan. And it just doesn't seem possible. And for a lot of teams, I think there are a lot of people inserting their team into that sentence going, yeah, I don't see it. Yeah. Is it possible? But see, 44 years ago tonight, let you know anything's possible. They had just gotten drubbed by him. 10-3, two weeks earlier. Drubbed. Yeah. Drubbed. It was a Saturday night at Madison Square Garden, 10-3. Yeah. They got on the bus and went to Lake Placid. Now that's a bus ride. Let me tell you, Manhattan to Lake Placid? Hello. Yeah, those weren't sleeper buses either. There's nothing comfortable about that bus ride. No. No. Opening ceremonies, my blank. I can't move. Yep. What do you mean? We play Sweden when? Holy mackerel. So, Mike Aruzioni in an hour. And Daniel Wallach in 90 minutes to talk about sports gambling in the state of Florida and what that will entail with his brief to the Supreme Court. Court and how that will affect things. Miller and Moulton, thanks for listening.